Hello, thank you for joining me today for Give Him 15. Our friend and trusted leader, Larry Tomzak, wrote a great article that could save us all from uh, some grief during the upcoming Thanksgiving and Christmas celebrations. We've all heard of, perhaps even experienced, quarrels or awkward conversations at these gatherings. Take Larry's advice and don't let it happen this year. And he titles his uh, article, Seven Suggestions for Delightful Holiday Gatherings. Let's be honest, he says. Your upcoming holiday get-togethers have the potential for wonderful memory-making or some weird occurrences that'll make you wonder how you ever got into such a mess. A cantankerous uncle, curmudgeon senior, or an unexpected boy-girlfriend with uber-liberal political views, who knows what may be lurking. Be ready. Scripture tells us a prudent man foresees the evil and hides himself. But the simple pass on or are punished. This may be your providential heads up, so you're prepared. Larry says, my earliest childhood memories of our holiday, holiday gatherings with extended family remain indelibly etched on the photographic plates of my heart. The annual celebrations with my grandparents, uncles, aunts, aunts, and cousins were the highlight of the year. It was not just the opportunity to receive gifts and partake of sumptuous delights, but I loved the festive atmosphere and joyful interaction with our extended family. In more recent decades, I must admit, he says, I have some recollections that my wife and I wish we could erase. Unexpected conflicts that arose were most unwelcome, but enabled me to share insights learned as we transition into this holiday season. God's will is that we experience happiness and unity in our times together. Our unseen adversary plots to undermine this goal. Here are some time-tested tips that can help you and yours enjoy this most wonderful time of the year. The Bible instructs us, be sober and watchful because your adversary, the devil, walks around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Let's not give too much credit to the enemy of our soul, but let's face the fact that he has clever schemes ready to undermine God's beautiful plans. To be forewarned is to be forearmed. So, here is number one of the seven Larry shares with us. Start with prayer. This may seem obvious, but it's often overlooked. Prior to the upcoming family get-together, pray for God's favor and discernment so he can, quote, deliver you from the evil one, end quote, when you come together. Number two, serve. Be intentional to embrace the heart of a servant rather than a spectator and mere consumer. When Jesus gathered for his last supper with his friends, 
He washed their feet and reminded us, I have given you an example. And if you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Invest in those present, perhaps by possibly helping with the dishes, cleaning up, or engaging a fussy, hyperactive child. Number three, he says, ask questions. Scripture teaches that the heart of a man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Accept people as they are and take a genuine interest in their lives. Imitate Jesus, who, when in the temple among teachers, was, quote, listening to them and asking them questions. And number four, he says, be comfortable with silence. No need to keep the motor running when there are pauses in conversations. He quotes Proverbs 17, 28. Even a fool, when he holds his peace, is counted wise. And he who shuts his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. Good verse. He says, when I ministered in South Korea, a senior leader chided me politely during our opening leader's meal, informing me that their custom was to refrain from talking continually during dinner and focus on the food. <laughs> Number five, avoid arguments. 2 Timothy 2.24, the servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be gentle towards all people. There he says, stimulating conversations can quickly take a wrong turn, necessitating that someone skillfully redirects the flow. He also quotes Proverbs 17, 14. The beginning of strife is as when one lets out water, therefore abandon contention before a quarrel starts. Buckle your seatbelt, he says. An opinionated guy may be headed your way. And number six, reach out. In getting ready for our bountiful feasts, do we do as Jesus instructed? When a man prepared supper and some invited guests didn't come, Jesus said he should include the less fortunate and, quote, bring in the poor and the maimed, and the lame, and the blind. He says, a while ago, we invited a grieving man whose wife had died a year before to watch a ball game with us. On a somewhat regular basis, we've reached out to invite people who would be alone for holiday events. These can also be wonderful opportunities for evangelism. And finally, number seven, there he says, show understanding. For those of us who are used to, to simply plopping down for lavish gourmet offerings during the holidays, we may not be aware how much time and effort goes into the culinary spread. The host, cook, can literally invest days in planning and pre preparation for the special occasion. It sure doesn't honor them or help them maintain composure when hungry participants add stress with annoying 
inquiries or fail to come when called due to a football game. Guilty. I'm not going to do it this year. Think how much tension, he says, can be eradicated by following God's wisdom. Quote, Philippians 2, 3, and 4, Let nothing be done out of strife or conceit, but in humility let each esteem the other better than himself. Let each of you look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. 99% of our stress inducers can vanish by putting this verse into practice, Larry says. Be proactive and meditate upon this verse before you attend. And finally, he says, Our Lord Jesus, the centerpiece of our upcoming holiday gatherings, proclaimed, Blessed are the peacemakers. Matthew 5, 9. Let's all embrace this high calling in our upcoming holiday events. Great advice. Let's pray. Father, throughout our history, America has honored you on Thanksgiving, gratefully, gratefully acknowledging your care and blessing. As we do so again this week, we ask you for joyful and peaceful gatherings in our homes. Help us create an atmosphere in which those present are encouraged, de-stressed, and refreshed during our time together. May relationships be built, strengthened, others healed when necessary. Open the doors for any ministry you desire take place. We also pray today for America's homes and families to be strengthened. Give us a strong movement to strengthen and equip men as leaders, husbands, and fathers. Break the heinous curse of fatherlessness in America. Minister also to the women in our nation. Encourage and help single parents in their challenging role. Be a father to the fatherless, a spouse to the widow or widower. Give homes and families to those who have none. Through our selfish lusts and irresponsibility, we have made such a mess of familial relationships in America. And we are paying such a huge price, Father. Please use the emerging revival to heal our land, starting with the family. And we ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our decree we declare that our homes will be peaceful habitations, secure dwellings, and quiet resting places. Isaiah 38:18. Amen.
Well, today's post was contributed by our friend Larry Tomzak. You can find out more about Larry. It's great materials, wonderful books. You should check them out at LarryTomzak.com. And remember that tomorrow we will be taking communion together. So be sure to have your communion elements ready. Our post will be a little shorter than usual, so we have time for that and take up much of your day. Let's celebrate the Lord's Supper where Thanksgiving began. See you then.